You're welcome to Dexlingo, a podcast telling the stories of creatives in the Ghanaian community. Each week, we explore conversations and journeys about those whose arts and creativity inspires their success. Let's get talking. Good afternoon, listeners. Um, this welcome to another episode of Dex Lingo. Today we have Bob Pixel. I mean, he's going to tell us a lot about himself. So I'm not going to bust your bubble and then see everything about him. I let him do the, all the all the talking. And we are talking about photography in Ghana. It's a topic that um, we realize that he will be the best person to share his voice and opinion on on it. So. We are here to discuss everything that has to do with how we treat and how we understand photography here in Ghana. Um, but Pixel, welcome to Dex Lingo. And we are so grateful for the opportunity that you have given us to record you for this um, session. And we are looking forward to a very insightful and, and a very educative um, session. And so we'll just start with uh, by you introducing yourself, talking a little bit about who you are and um, yeah, what you do so that I don't have to say everything because we are here for you. <laughs> so <All right. laughs> we want you to do all the, all the talking. So please, um, kindly go ahead. Um, right. Who is Bob Pixel? All right. Thank you for, for inviting me over to your show. Uh, I'm one of... The- you said I'm the best person to, to talk about this. I'm one of the few <laughs> best persons. There are other resource people in Ghana who also are, are very in tune with photography. Okay, sure. Um, Thank you. So, yeah, my, my name is Imanol Yabuabubi. Um, I'm a full-time photographer okay. and um, who's not trying to branch into to videos. Mm. Um, now, so um, I do mainly advertising work. Okay. And recently trying to uh, do a bit more of documentary work okay. and uh, discover my country a bit more than okay. I already know. Okay. So um, let me take it back to when you were growing up, um, just so that we get to understand what has influenced your journey all this while. Where did you grow up and which school did you go to? Even from JHS, we would love to know which school you went from okay. JHS to SHS. And then to the okay, university. I'm old school, so I didn't do any of those. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> so um, I was I was born here in Accra. Uh, my dad and my mom uh, both from the Shanti region. Okay, uh, but I was born here in Accra. I did my early education in Kukumbili. Okay, uh, first international, and I did my one to five at Odokono Secondary School. Okay, and I did uh, my A levels, lower six, upper six at Ibuaka State College, and. Um, Proceeded to KNUST for my degree program. Okay, so what did you do in in the SHS? I mean, what, what, what okay, so I um, I did general arts um, from one to five, yeah, and the same throughout. Okay, and in university, I did communication design. Communication design. Okay, so it means you already knew what you wanted to do. I mean, when did you develop the passion for photography? For photography, you know. Um, Photography is part of the whole graphic design course yeah. structure. So there are other things that you did that photography was part of to, okay. to come up with your degree in, in graphic design. I 
I, I would say I fell in love with photography way back, possibly from two, from three, um, in Odogono. And okay. those days where we go to the Sports Stadium for intercolleges yeah. like that. I remember I had a friend called Bob J. He was a, like the school photographer. Okay. And I asked him, look, can I buy some film? Yeah. And uh, borrow one of your spare cameras. I'm like, okay, you can have it for just a day. <laughs> so you are talking, um, you're talking about film. Which year was this? Was um, <laughs> I, I completed... Um, I'm quite old now. So <laughs> I completed O level 93, 1993. Ooh. And, and if it was, to get born. <laughs> yeah, and if it was back in, we're having intercourse of then. So it means like 1990. Mm, okay. Wow. All those days I started like uh, having interest so, in, in photography. Yeah. Okay. So when was the first first time you actually picked up a camera to shoot? Was it during intercourse? Yeah, period? it was during intercourse. Um, I think about 1990, 1991, they're about, yeah. Okay, and um, so when you got to the university, because I know in Kenya State there are areas of specialization, so um, what what pushed you, you do a lot of things in, in, in film design, you do the graphic design, and so what pushed you to specialize in photography in particular? Okay, I, I had interest in, in, in graphic design, um, and um, when I look at the core structure, photography was, one of the subjects in, in the course structure, like, yeah. well, what's the best way to um, to do my university education <laughs> with a course with a subject that I yeah. I have interest in? So, okay. um, it was like a, a no-brainer decision for me to take. Mm. As I saw photography, and there's like photography wasn't part of ceramics, it wasn't part of painting, yeah. uh, it was part of um, graphic design slash communication design. So I thought. This is the one that I must do. Mm, okay, okay. And after school, so when, when, you, when you finished KNS, what did you do next? Did you still continue to pursue photography or you explored other fields and then came back into Yeah, so um, after school, um, say, uh, after school, I moved to, to the United Kingdom to live there for a while. Okay. And it was in the United Kingdom that was where the photography really took off because it was... Um, at that stage where film was morphing into digital. Okay. And um, one had to buy loads of film to, to shoot and mm. wait for the developer to tell you 10 out of 36 exposures <laughs> just came out right. Okay. But um, technology being so good had come out with digital and I could see instantly the results yeah. at the back of the camera. So I remember my first camera, Fuji, is it F7000 or F700, one of those. Was when I, I noticed, okay, you know, I don't have to wait to see the results of the photos that I've taken. Yeah. This, this could be something that um, I could do and be excited by the instant results that I get out of the camera. So from where I work in London, usually Christmas parties, I became the official <laughs> photographer for events. I shot people. and. Uh, that was where interest started spiking. Okay, so you, I mean, you were saying where you worked. So it means you, you, you worked, you did a different job before. Yes, I did. To... Funny enough, I used to work security in a, in a, mm -hmm. in an Asdes in um, Roamptonville in London. Oh, okay. And um, wow. in there also, it, it was a very huge supermarket. Okay. So there were various sections, and um, there was a magazine aisle and books aisle, and. Um, all the resources that we were lacking here in Ghana, I mean, you go to 
Kenya uh, USD library. As of then, you wouldn't get books on digital photography. Yeah. They were there. Okay. So in my rounds, I could just go stand on the aisle and just go to books and see what the latest trends were. Newcomers coming out with seven megapixels. I'm like, oh, those are huge files yeah. as of then. Mm -hmm. And um, because all those resources were there, yeah. I was able to uh, do a little research and pick up lots of um, knowledge in terms of photography, okay. moving from film to digital. So when did you say, okay, now you want to do photography full-time? How did it happen? What happened between then and when you decided to do full-time? I'll, I'll tell you a funny thing. Um, so when, when when I used to work in Asda's and um, I shot some of my colleagues and every now and then occasion, people are like, your pictures are really nice. And there's one story that I, I, I think I've said it over. <laughs> I think the final semester at KNUST or... Um, my last but one semester, we were supposed to do portrait headshots of one person in the class. And my roommate, uh, Frank Boche Bolo, who happened to be uh, my classmate as well, okay. I did a portrait of him, really nice black and white. And when I submitted it, my lecturer gave me 44 of 100. <laughs> and um, everybody knows him, I'll mention his name. Me. Um, but a short man with um, <laughs> character. He said, oh, you, you can't do this. Uh, you're not capable of taking this photo. Someone did it for you. So, I mean, for me, I just wanted to pass, have my degree and leave. Yeah. Okay. But I think he was giving me hints to say that if you did this, then you're really good, good. At, at this. Yeah. But as of then, I didn't see that way. I, I felt... Uh, slighted in a way that you know I, I shot him everything and you're saying that someone did this work for yeah. me so I mean that should have been the first clue for me to know mm -hmm. that maybe I can do this well and let even a lecturer suspect that someone else did, did it for me so interesting so when so when did you say okay now you want to do photography full time yeah I, I so I, I got fed up with um, England and uh, decided to come back to Ghana. But coming okay. back to Ghana with no plan, yeah. might as well just stay and do your security. Mm -hmm. So I just thought, you know, everyone says I'm good at this. And um, it's one thing I do without getting tired. Mm -hmm. It comes to me effortlessly. So I, it should be an area that maybe I can focus on. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not the most strong Christian you ever know in your life, but I ask God like, if it's something that want me to do and this is what I want to do yeah. so if if it's your way I'm gonna go back to Ghana and do this yeah. and uh, so God has been good to me okay so um we know you are part of the I mean the pioneers of digital photography in Ghana um, so when you came back how was it I mean how did you how did you find photography in Ghana as at the time you came and um, what did you do about it? As okay, came, I mean, yeah. um, there were already photographers in Ghana. There have okay. always been photographers in Ghana. I have pictures of my childhood, which were taken by other photographers. There's yeah. one guy called Ray Charles. If you've ever lived at Kukumimli, he I think he shot uh, almost everybody. <laughs> there have always been photographers. So the same way, when I came back to Seto, there were photographers in Ghana. Yeah. Um, I remember those Lena photos around Dankwa. Okay. And... Um, 
and wanted to get a portfolio together, I knew that, look, in order for you to get work, you need to have a body of work that you can set off yeah. and, and show them off to potential clients. So um, one of the um, art agencies that I went to, that to know what my portfolio was like, who have sh what campaigns have I shot before. Yeah. And I mean, for someone who just come home from London, I haven't shot anyone here. Yeah. And I, I remember they mentioned a name, uh, Patrick, I think. Uh, he was at Dampa, Lena Photos or something. Okay. And he had won the US lottery as of then. So oh, okay. he, I think he was leaving or he was just about leaving Ghana. Mm. And a few people were like, okay, maybe we'll try you out. But I, I one of my mates from tech, Chachu Klinogo, I think he's one of the guys you need to speak to. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. Chachu Klinogo, he, he is one of those quiet um, creatives. He he introduced uh, another angle and said, "Why don't you shoot weddings?" And uh, um, I started shooting weddings, and it was very good to me as of them. But for now, I don't even shoot weddings any longer. Okay. So, Chachu and a few other people. I think I'll ask the ultimate question: Why don't you shoot weddings any longer? I think uh, it's something uh, people who are trying to. Yeah, I think there are lots of people doing it very well now. Okay. There are lots of other um, photographers who shoot beautiful wedding photographs yeah. but it's a journey um, mm -hmm. my creative life every creative has their own journey yeah. and uh, I think I've paid my dues in terms of weddings okay. Um, okay. I shot a wedding two weeks ago okay. at Pram Pram uh, my friend Ani Osabute's wedding mm -hmm. I still do it not for commercial okay. if we're friends and I feel like uh, I want to shoot your wedding and that's mm -hmm. it but I will not say commission me to shoot your wedding. I don't have a package. I don't shoot your wedding. I might just come sit there, have fun, get drunk and go home. <laughs> okay, sure. So I'm along this journey. What have been some of the major challenges coming to Ghana to do photography in Ghana and till now making a name for yourself in photography in Ghana? What have been some of the challenges that you have faced along the way? I mean, just like every other, that there was um, a turning point okay. from all the brand photos that people used to know at their churches, their events, yeah, they'll yeah, come yeah. and print and go and bring you a print out later, a week later or two, to the advent of digital. Like people started hearing of digital card back. Okay, you don't have to pay to, <laughs> um, you don't need to spend so much on film to go and develop. Yeah. And they don't know why they need to pay you X amount for this. And people looked at you and think, Oh, you're a photographer. I'm sure you're a failure in life. There's mm. nothing you can do. That's, That's why, why I, I remember the one of the places I went to deliver uh, wedding photos, and um, I pulled out my MacBook Pro, and the lady's like, "Hey, photographer, <laughs> use a laptop." And Interesting. I laughed it off, but it tells you the mindset that people had yeah. of photographers as of then. But now, I have friends who do other professions, mm -hmm. doctors, I even have pilot friends who on, on their days off, they want to pick up a camera and go take photos. Okay. So um, the challenge was uh, people didn't want to pay you and it's, and it's still happening now. Yeah. People don't want to pay them much or whatever it is, but um, it's changing. People okay. look at photography in a different light. Mm -hmm. um, the creative arts is beginning, from my angle, I think, it's growing. Sometimes I feel the speed is a bit, but poco a poco. Yeah, poco a poco. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there.
Sure. So, um, what have been some, now? We've, I mean, we've talked about the challenging parts. What have been some of the exciting parts of the journey as well? What have been some of the happiest moments that you've had that you felt that um, you felt proud being a photographer in Ghana? Well, <laughs> well, the recent one, I, I've had numerous uh, okay. occasions and images that have brought me joy. But the most important one that really touches my heart is the. Is the Muslim old man in Tamale who went to Mecca. Yeah, yeah. And uh, recently when I was in Amsterdam, someone said there's a there's an Islamic digital portal and that story has been shared over 16 million wow. times. Wow. Now, I don't know if you know the story, but yeah, this, yeah, this is I, the story I, of the old it. man. Uh, I was shooting for one of my, um, one of my clients, a financial institution. We were coming back from Tamale and my friend Douglas Anani-Fimpong was flying the drone. Okay. And because I didn't even know how to fly very well. And I saw this old man with his mouth really open looking at the drone. And the expression on his face, he, he was totally bewildered by the drone. So I grabbed my camera because mm -hmm. I wanted to get reactions yeah, yeah. You know, of people. And um, asked him, does he want to see it? And I said, yeah. So as soon as my friend landed the drone, I said, look, can I have a drone and show it to this old man? Because mm -hmm. he seemed very interested in knowing what it was. It was yeah. So I gave it to him, and um, the friend was like, "Why?" <laughs> so if you see the picture, there was, there was an expression. Yeah, yeah from his yeah. Hey, no, we're with my because I'm a man to Marco Mecca. And I said, oh, no, this is like new technology. It just started. <laughs> but in the future, who knows? It might get bigger. You can sit So... But proud to that, each when I post pictures, I'll just say like farmer tamale. Yeah. And another friend of mine, um, Kofi Amamu, said, "Look, people want to know the stories behind." Yeah. And so, I, yeah. just before then, I started writing copy on on my stories. Mm -hmm. So I, I posted this on my page, and I left it to sleep. And the rest is history. The Turkish ambassador saw the post. Apparently, he was following me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Contacted the Turkish government. They came for him. Um, he's deemed one of the most holiest uh, Muslim men now. Wow. And for me, that is one image that has brought me joy. Even as a Christian, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has had his prayer answered by Allah. Yeah. And for me, that yeah. is that is the most beautiful thing I think has ever happened to me. That is, that is, that is. I mean, I saw, I saw it. I actually followed the story, and then um, I felt that I think in one way or the other, that is what all of us we should be able to do, using our crafts to be able to touch um, other Life. people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Any other achievements? I mean, I know there are a number of them. So you mentioned mm. the the biggest one. I want you to, I mean, go further and then yeah, mention another um, one. Is there any other one? Yeah, recently, so, um, how this award was given to us by the uh, the first lady. Okay. Forgotten it. Me, Steve Abiyo, and Sunedu Sareg for our contribution to showcasing Ghana to the world through digital media, our platforms. Oh, was it this year? Early this year? By the first lady. By the first lady. Okay. Yeah, La Pam. Forgotten. Yeah, maybe we'll look into it. Okay. Um. So. I mean, I want to, you've been talking about for your contributions to um, digital media in Ghana. Mm. When did videography come into the picture? Because I saw, the very first video I saw was something like a documentary about Ghana that showed different, different sceneries in the, in the country. 
And when did videography get into the picture? <laughs> I think videography, uh, I think it was uh, 2015. Uh, in 2019, yeah, I think 2015. My first drone actually was a gift. Um, okay. And the person asked whether I had a drone, what I was wearing. I said, No, like, no, your images are beautiful. I mean, having a drone would change your whole perspective mm -hmm. of seeing things. And I thought, uh, Okay. So I think it was before my birthday, 2015. Mm -hmm. And I got this box from my, it was a drone, Phantom 3 Pro. Okay. And um, I started taking pictures with the drone mm. because I mean pictures were originally my <laughs> my forte, and um, I started videoing. So I'm like, then mm. it means I have to find someone to edit them for me. Yeah. I thought no, I'd rather do this myself. So I started downloading videos on YouTube. YouTube, I, I I'm there now. <laughs> YouTube is like my school. Yeah, the University of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so I started shooting and editing myself, everything you've seen on my page, mm. everything was shot by me, 100% wow. by me, wow. and edited by me. Wow. Um, and I think we all go through that creative block, mm -hmm. and uh, I got to that stage that photography was like, mm. I'm tired. <laughs> the video is getting exciting, and I don't want to do music video, I, don't, I want to do documentary work, okay. I want to um, tell stories with my videos. So, yeah, I think it's from 2015 till now. Great, great. So the journey so far, I mean, um, would you say it has really paid off? No regrets um, doing photography in Ghana? None at all. Okay. None at all. One thing for sure, I remember when I came back to settle, mm -hmm. I met this white person here in Ghana, okay. a British man, and he said, oh, you know, the funny thing is I know your country more than you do. And I felt a bit offended, but then yeah. he was right. Because I had not traveled Ghana like before I'd left. Mm. So I thought, you know, I will not give you the chance to see this back to me the next time you see yeah. me. So I've been around the country possibly like five, six times. Wow. And wow. there's still lots to more see. to see. <laughs> okay. Mm. And, so, and so what are some of the things that have inspired what um, it could be people, it could be books it could be mentors what, what are some of the things that have inspired you along your creative journey in photography, um, what inspires you that's a question that I always find very difficult to answer <laughs> um, I, I think um, I, I was telling somebody the other day, everything around me even uh, the most little longest shadow I see in a day, a cloud. Wow. I see anything and it's just beautiful. I was telling someone that if even you have to photograph a pauper, a mm. beggar on the street, photograph them with dignity. Okay. Let them look dignified, even yeah. in their begging state. So um, I've seen other photographers uh, uh, whose work, I mean, from the top of my head now, I can actually even mention videographers who are inspiring me now okay. than photographers. There's Brandon Lee, there's, um, yeah, there's Brandon Lee, there's, um, oh, Sam Koda. Okay. Sam Koda. <laughs> Sam Koda, um, I like this Canadian guy with on here, quite friends, but, Peter McKinnon. Peter McKinnon, yeah. He yeah. talks a bit long, too much. Marty, mm. they, 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 they're all... 
Steve Mc, Steve McCurry for photography. Okay. Um, there are lots of them. There are okay. lots of them. Um, the Jani, the Ghanaian guy. He used to live in Ghana where he's lived. Uh, th there are a few of them. Okay. Like that. Okay. I mean, I go out. I'm in nature. Things. Yeah. Actually, I can sometimes just shoot clouds. I just fly just to just to shoot clouds. Mm. I think there's beauty everywhere if if you only you choose to see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So now let's just let's just go into. I mean, talking about photography in Ghana. Mm. I know we have been in the photography space for a very long time. I mean, you, you've seen the past, you've seen the present, and so you have a very good idea of where you where we are heading to. I mean, for someone who has seen a lot in the in the space, how far do you think photography has come in terms of maybe we we'll start maybe in terms of scale? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how far do you think uh, photogra photography in Ghana has come in oh, terms okay. of scale? And then after that, we we'll talk about in terms of acceptance by 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 people. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I think I just found out the the yeah. first ladies' okay. thing. It was 9th November. Okay. Uh, so uh, I think it was Gem Awards. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gem Awards. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's true. I remember. Yeah. So um, photography. When when I first came back, I mean, even my own mom was a bit in quotes disappointed. That I was leaving England and coming to when like a month or two before I told her I'd gotten a job with Barclays and oh, okay. I was going to go to uh, training and, and yeah. work as a banker person. Look, um, a lot has changed now. There are people who will come to you and proudly display on their cards saying they are photographers now. Yeah. And that is where we have to be. Our educational system makes provisions for doctors, lawyers, and all those things. Yeah. But the creative arts, we move the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. For now, photography is that is at that point where I think we we are getting the the recognition that we deserve. Okay. And as much as the content needs to vary, mm -hmm. that that is my only worry. I think that most of the young guys, um, it's a starting, but we all started from the shooting models and the same thing. Mm -hmm. But we need to look around us. They are bigger stories to tell than just shooting um, our beautiful ladies, our nice-looking gentlemen, and yeah. all that. There, there's the need for us to tell our own stories. Okay. Otherwise, people will come in here and tell our stories for us. And usually, the stories they tell might not be the truth. Yeah. Okay. So until we start going out telling our own stories through our photographs, through our videos. Mm -hmm. CNN came out recently with a story of the Volta Lake, and, yeah. and you saw the. Uh, very, the very serious. Uh, did you see the Al Jazeera? Did you read the Al Jazeera uh, version of it? No, I think the only one I saw was the CNN yeah, version. because it was a complete. It, it wasn't fully the truth. Mm. Okay, yeah, there, there's still child sleep. I've seen it yeah. myself. But then also, I've seen kids who go to school when they're on vacation, they help their parents. Okay. Okay, you might not get them involved in doing physical job that might break their bones. Yeah. But that is how our society is. I remember when we were younger, we used to go to the farms with our grandma. Okay, my kid brother is a software engineer with McLaren Mercedes Benz wow. in the United Kingdom. Wow. Okay, he's done stuff we've sold with our mom before. Yeah. It didn't make us wayward. Mm -hmm. So uh, their ways might not necessarily be oh, our ways. Yes. But because you're not telling your story, they'll tell you your story. Is that we are abusing kids. Yeah. 
when it's not so. I think photography is growing, but the same breath, we should let our stories, our pictures, our visuals tell our stories. Okay. Let people understand who we are. Okay. Our, there are indices of what makes a happy people are not the same indices for us. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. I might not own a yacht, but I'm a happy person. Yeah. So, how do we tell our stories as, as creatives? If, if I'm digressing, forgive me, sure, but I'm saying free. that... Yeah. For photography, my side, I want to see we telling our stories okay. through our visuals. If you look at my drone shots, I try and showcase the beautiful parts of them. Mm -hmm. If you decide to show the bad parts, that's, that's also problem. your creative freedom. Yeah. But I want whoever sees my video to know that we are not a banana republic. Yeah. We yeah. have beautiful beaches, we have people who live in nice houses, yeah. we have nice areas that you can come to yeah. and have it. And that is what I think we need to showcase as well, plus what we're doing now. Okay, okay. So what, what, what are some of the things you, you, you think we are doing right? What are some of the areas you think we are really doing right? Well, we're going out to express ourselves. I mean, okay. whether um, good or bad, whatever it is, we're expressing ourselves okay. through our, our cameras, our mobile phones, whatever media we have to okay. to, to record anything, we, we are expressing ourselves. And that, that's a huge that's plus. A okay. So, I mean, we'll be, we'll be wrapping up very soon. And we want to know what are the, I mean, I was saying earlier, what are the top five tips or advice that you give to um, upcoming photographers, maybe even those who are already there? What are some of the advice? Just about five. I don't know if I have maybe. five, but less. <laughs> sure, feel free. Less, but, um, f first of all, it should be your personal journey. Okay. Okay, the creative life is one of the most loneliest you can ever take. Yeah. I've said this to a few people and um, people come to me, Uncle Bob, oh, you know, Charlie, you're, I'm, like, I'm still learning. Yeah. So, but what you know, it's like, what I know, I know where I want to go. You yeah. are just looking at me with a different eye. Yeah. Where I want to be at, I'm not there yet. Okay. So the journey, the creative life's journey is a very lonely one. Yeah. If you have a concept, if you have an idea, if you have a vision, it's your vision. You could tell your friend, let's go on a photo walk. Let's do this. But you alone know what you want to do. So first of all, don't go looking out for praises. Mm -hmm. Go out looking for your better self. Yeah. Okay? You go out and you're shooting. You're not, I'm not shooting this picture so that I'll get an award for the best XYZ photographer for next year. Yeah. I'm going out to shoot because I, want, I enjoy shooting. And I think I can express myself. I'm free. I can express myself through my photos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. never be in a competition with anyone. Look at mm -hmm. yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm going to better this person. Mm -hmm. And that is you in the mirror. Okay, yeah. practice, 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 practice. It is pilots are rated by the number of flying hours. Okay, mm -hmm. they say your first okay. 10,000 photographs are your worst. Okay, yeah. so practice, keep on practicing, keep on practicing, and make sure. Your whatever you're shooting, some of my old works, some of the old locations I've shot, I think are even better than the ones I've captured of them recently. Mm -hmm. But in natural progression, you want the latest ones to be better than the previous ones. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong, just keep practicing. Okay. Just keep practicing. There's nothing wrong occasionally, like I said, it's a lonely journey. Yeah. Occasionally, you might want to speak to a friend who's also a creative and say, Look, how is this looking? What do you think? Yeah. Share ideas. 
And the fourth thing I want to say, maybe I don't know if I have a new, um, my sister George stood by my lecture, one of my lectures on tech. Okay. Don't fall in love with your work. Mm -hmm. People tend to be over passionate with things they've shot, they've created. Yeah. As soon as there's criticism, they take it personal. Yeah. yeah. Really? True. Okay. So, that occasionally the people send messages to me and they'll say, Uncle Baba, how's this for you? put me in a spot when you say that. I, I can tell you what it is. <laughs> but I don't know how mature you are to take what it is that I'm going to say to you. The others who send you, they send you a picture and you can tell what they're looking for is a praise. They want you to say, it's this, good. Is, this is good. If it's good, I have no qualms to say it's good. If it's bad, how well can you handle something that you've fallen in? If you shot the picture, your girlfriend told you it was nice, the family members are it was nice, and someone tells you, why is the light so messed up yeah. in the face? You, you might take it a bit personal. So um, I'm quite careful when people ask for their opinions, but if, if you say, look, um, hit me with this, yeah, I'll hit you with it. <laughs> if it's good, it's good. If yeah. And I'm, I'm not the epitome of wisdom in photography. I might get things wrong. I take bad pictures occasionally. It's a human thing. Yeah, yeah. Nobody clicks and every shot is a masterpiece. No one. Mm. Nobody. You see, the difference between the pros and the, and the motives is that the pros know how to hide their bad photos. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So you might just post something bad and then be like, oh, this is bad, this is this bad, this is bad. Mm. But if you know how to hide the others and learn from them, okay. that, that should be... Good enough. That's great. So I just want to, I mean, it just it just came to mind. So um, usually when I'm when we are doing this recording, sometimes we put we put in some photography groups and uh, some creative groups just to ask people if you had the opportunity to meet a very great photographer, what would be some of the questions you'd ask? And so I just wanted to ask one um, additional question, which has to do with more commercial, doing commercial work. So for a lot of people, I mean, they have problems dealing uh, managing clients. Having to deal with, <laughs> having to deal with the the work that they do and um, taking payments, all of that. I mean, the the space around the business of photography. Yeah. So I would also want you to share. It could also be two or three, but on on, on commercial photography, how to handle clients, how to handle projects. What yeah. are some of the things that you think um, African photographers? I, I, I think, personally, I think one one of the things that um, I've had. I've had a chance to um, talk to um, one of my lectures at school, is that we need to introduce business management or how yeah. to run a business to our curriculum, even for creatives. Yeah. Okay, we always say the creative curse. You know, we, you love the work so much that, oh, can you do this for me? Yes, how much? Don't worry, free. You know, free doesn't pay bills. Um, you have expensive gear to buy, yeah. you have gear to maintain. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of dealing with clients, I think it would be best if we we add business studies to the creative mm -hmm. environment. Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky my wife is an accountant. She handles okay. my uh, paperwork and yeah. books and stuff for me. But um, clients are tricky to deal with. They'll call you and say, look, this is our budget. We're talking to someone, they say they want to charge me less. What is your value? Charge according to your value. Charge that, according to your value. You might miss out on a job here and there, but those who know your value will come to you. Yeah. And it's gotten to the stage, it's not just the talent, it's your human relations, how you deal with people. Yeah. 
and communicate with people, you will be able to uh, stand out above the rest. You might have peers who are all good, but your human relationship might just take you a notch above the rest. Okay, great. Thank you so much. These have been some very insightful conversations. So we just move on to the fun facts. Um, so what's your favorite word? Favorite word. Yeah. I can't say it for podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've been grumpy of late. I, I might say something else. My, my favorite word. Uh, favorite. I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't have a word. That is my. Any word you like. Maybe anyway. you like it for the meaning. You like it for the. Uh, <laughs> You know, oh my goodness! They just put me on the spot. That's not. What would I wear? Road trip. Okay, yeah. okay, that's a road trip. Yeah. Okay, so road trip is your favorite way. Yeah. All right. Um, so, what do you do when you are not working? I mean, when you are not doing anything related to work, what do you do? Um, TV. I, um, until recently, I used to be like number one fan of CNN, but now okay. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> So, yeah. You watch TV? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what profession other than your own would you attempt? Any profession? Um, a teacher. I want to educate. I want to pass on what I know, what God has blessed me with to, to, to the upcoming generation. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, and what are you not very good at? I'm good at Football, they're friends, they're totals. Totals, we're totals. From when I was younger to now, three people are talking. Oh, okay. All right, so, yeah, so now we know you're not very good at that. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. When we were younger, we used to play football. Me, they don't put me in a match. Fact, by any friend. And they, maybe you know, we are assorted. Yeah. Oh, so thank you very much um, for, for the time that we have spent with you. Um, and any, any uh, word of advice, I mean, for the Dex team and then for this uh, entire initiative, if you want to say anything for what we are, what we are doing. Well, I'll, I'll say, uh, first of all, kudos, yeah. kudos for starting. Um, I don't know what team to put together to start. The The problem we have here is always maintaining a synergy. Yes. You might have um, somebody just going out of your team tomorrow mm -hmm. uh, just because of small, flimsy differences yeah. that you have. First of all, differences are bound to, to, to happen. happen. And the best way for, for you to be matured is how to how to deal with these differences. Yeah. Now, as you go on, try and make sure you, you reach out to larger audience so people can hear your stories. Yeah. And then um, just keep, keep working on it. Don't, don't work for awards, yeah. work for pleasure. Make okay. sure you, you enjoy this. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, um, Pixel, for this insightful session. I mean, we have learned a lot from this episode and we hope to bring you exciting and more interesting episodes after this one too thank you very much and have a great day